Hi guys, happy Monday or Sunday night if you're on the other side of the world and up north. So today I'm going to talk about the three stories that you tell yourself that sabotage your sobriety. So these are these little statements going on in your head that keep you going back, okay? Um, so that's that. Now, if you are ready to get sober and do it properly and do it well, let me know. Send me a DM and we will get you through this. So I've got my Sober Me Up six-week package or program. Over six weeks, I work with you one-on-one uh, so you get all this personal loving attention to help you get off the booze for good. So in this, you get six one-on-one calls with me. You So that's through Zoom. It's recorded, so you get the recordings so you can watch them back. Uh, you also get 24-7 speed dial. So basically you can message me through whatever platform suits you, so whether it's Twitter, Facebook, um, or Instagram, or TikTok. No one watches this on TikTok because I'm not doing lives yet on TikTok. I need a 1,000. Actually, if you guys can go to TikTok and find Sober Tribe, then follow me because I need to get up to a 1,000 followers so that I can do live streams on TikTok, which is slightly annoying, but it is what it is. So also give me a like, give me a share, give me a retweet. I want to spread all of my info far and wide. And you know what? It encourages me to keep going. Yes, I don't mind a little bit of a vanity metric. It doesn't bother me at all. I don't mind. So if you can share this and spread the word that Sober is here to help those who are struggling with alcohol, then I would greatly, greatly appreciate it. And subscribe if you're on YouTube. So, um, So there's that. I just kind of went off track there. But, yeah, so the Sober Me Up package, you also get my 30-day alcohol-free 30 days challenge and then you get a whole heap more stuff to help you really get sober and change your mindset. Like I got a message from a client this morning. He's been going to AA and he has broken free of the alcoholic title, which I am so happy about because it is damaging to people. It is so damaging. I know that there are going to be people that disagree with me, but if you're clutching onto the side of the pool to this identity, then that is based on fear that if you let go of this identity, then you'll go back to drinking, which is complete and utter bullshit, okay? It's bullshit. If you are able to bravely let go of the side of the pool, you know what? I, I, I got this. I'm good. I'm in charge of my own brain. My brain doesn't get to dictate to me how I live my fucking life. It doesn't, all right? And so I'm so passionate about this aspect and I'm I'm very mindful because I'm not saying that AA doesn't work for people, but there are some things in it that I don't agree with because I just know that there is a far better way, faster ways, like there's evidence everywhere, not just working with me, but working, there's so many different other ways to do this that give you faster and more sustainable lifelong results where you just don't drink anymore. Like my method is about pushing that hole. And you know what? I do use my own form of brainwashing, but it's to help you see that you don't need uh, to believe that you can't beat this, you can't get through this or over this, all right? You absolutely 100% can, and you can stop identifying with any kind of labels about things that you used to do. So that being said, I'm going to talk about three 
stories that you tell yourself that are sabotaging your sobriety. So number one, uh, and I saw this, someone wrote this on one of my TikTok videos because the TikTok video was, it's easy, basically. If you say it's easy and you keep reinforcing that it's easy, eventually your brain will be like, oh, okay, and then you will start acting out as if it's easier and then it will be. So easier said than done. Language is so important in, I mean, language is important in life, but in sobriety in particular, if you keep saying it's easier said than done, right? Think about that sentence. It's easier said than done. That is a block. This is why people keep stay broke. This is why people stay overweight. This is why people stay drunk. This is why people stay, I don't know, stuck in a job for 20 years that they hate, right? Because the language that they're using is blocking them from making the moves that they need to make to create the life that they love, to create the body they want, finances, the relationships, the the career or, or business or whatever it is. And so when you say it's easier said than done, you are defeating yourself. You are deciding subconsciously that it's, it's not going to happen for you and it's not going to work for you and you're just not one of those people that is ever going to succeed in it. And it is bull crap. Like I don't want to swear too much in my life. I've already dropped a couple. Um, but, like, it, it's bull. Um, it's not like, and, you know, the thing with it as well, like I'm not going to lie, you you do have your challenges, you have those moments, but it doesn't have to last that long. Like this client that wrote this message to me just before, he's worked with me for a week. He's been in AA for a year and he is feeling freer than he has ever felt trying to do all these other things. And I'm not saying that to brag and I'm not saying that to say mine is the best way or anything like that, but it's evidence that, certain things and certain ways of thinking don't serve you, don't help you, don't empower you and don't get you sober and stay that way, okay? So that's number one. Number two, I have no control. You have all the control. Your brain is your brain, okay? So, yes, we are conditioned with subconsciously with behaviours and attitudes and emotions and reactions and triggers and traumas and, yes, all of these things have created and made up who we are. But it doesn't have to be that way again. So I have no control is this kind of believing that your own brain is eating you, okay? And that that whole thinking of like my own brain can't even get control of this is what disempowers you, okay? Can't read that. I've got my glasses on. Oh, well, well, I don't know. Anyway, um, so believing that you have no control will not give you that control. Like something that works for me, and like I've been, when I was younger, I was that person that thought the whole world was inconveniencing me. I had this arrogance and this ignorance to... Um, like just, just this, yeah, like I was entitled and I expected all the world to, I don't know, subject themselves to me, which is kind of ridiculous, right? 
And over time, when I first studied NLP, so that was the first real course I did, and it flipped my brain. I was like, oh, my God, I didn't realise how much I thought that I didn't have any control in my life. And so this is what we're led to believe, okay? Again, we're led to believe by the the world at large that we have no control over our thoughts. And so the thing is that we do. And one thing that I found was, and I use this all the time, is I'm choosing to feel this way. I'm choosing to do this. I'm choosing to be like this. What do you you want? Hey, you want my attention, obviously. I don't know what's your deal, but I'm trying to do a lot. So using that I have no control is going to disempower you continuously and you will keep struggling. And so it's so important to say, and the statement is, I'm choosing this. I'm choosing to feel this way. I'm choosing to react this way. I'm choosing, I'm choosing to not stay sober, which is a really interesting flip. And when you say that to yourself, I'm choosing to not stay sober, then now you've got that power. Now you can change that, right? And until you keep believing that you have no control over your own sobriety, you won't. You will relapse. You will self-sabotage. You will struggle. And if you say things like, why am I doing this to myself? That's really disempowering as opposed to I'm choosing to do this. And that you'll feel it in your body even. When you actually say that to yourself, I'm choosing to do this, it might hurt a little bit because there's truth there. And often we're scared of the truth, okay? And so while we're scared of the truth, then we will stay stuck. And so you're just going to get really honest with yourself. Go, I'm choosing this. I'm choosing this drama. I'm choosing this chaos. Now, can you flip a switch overnight? Absolutely. But we're humans. We're complex. Sometimes it takes a little bit longer than that. Like I still have things where I see myself go into victim mode and I might stay in that way for, I don't know, half an hour or something, and then that sentence comes in. I'm choosing to feel like this. This is me doing this to myself. And so that is what will empower you and get you out of this self-sabotage cycle. Okay, Uh, number three is I'll be like this forever. No, 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 okay? It might feel like it, especially, you know, we're on a path for something, right, where like something that I'm working on at the moment is just trying to be more present. Like I've gotten a lot better, but there's still that still that little loop. And it's an addiction, right? This is an addictive loop that, of things and just that constant chatter in my mind. And so that's something I'm really strongly working on at the moment. And like I have had those moments of like I'm never going to change this. But then there's evidence of things that I've changed in the past where I've gone, well, that doesn't bother me anymore and that thing doesn't bother me anymore and I'm not like that anymore and I don't do that anymore. So, of course, it's going to change. Of course, it's going to work. I've just got to keep the faith. And the the, the abyss is the hard part, right, between, you know, you wanting to stop doing something and you actually stopping doing something. There's this abyss. There's this fear, this uncertainty, and we don't know if it's going to work. But if we keep retreating back to the familiar, then no, we're never going to get to this point. And so what we do is that we go, go, go along and we're nearly at this point, like that man digging gold and then he gives up just before he hits it. And then we retreat back to our old behaviours. So in this case, alcohol. 
So what we're doing, we like, right, that's it. I want to get sober, stay sober. So we do the things and then we're like, it's not working before we hit that point where we're just like, I don't need it anymore. And then we retreat back to that old behaviour. And so that's what's going to keep you stuck. So you just got to keep the faith. And I know it's, it's trite advice, right? But it's it, it just is what it is. Like you've just got to trust that, you know what, if someone's giving you the path to follow to get there, then you will get there, especially if they've already been there, okay? You just got to trust it. But, you know, the self-sabotage is just your fear and uncertainty and then you retreating because you're unsure of what your what was going to work, okay? And so every time you go halfway to here and then you retreat, you get you go to the back of the line, okay? And then you've got to start all over again, right? Sure, you get stronger, you learn more. So maybe you've read some books and done some, listened to podcasts and done whatnot, to get you to this point and that's kind of that's helped you but you go back again out, out of fear and you, you because you're not seeing the end result but the thing is that you have to decide what the end result is that's that's key right if you don't know where you're headed if you've got created zero direction here you're just like i just want to get off the booze but there's nothing to focus on forward then you are going to retreat. So what does your sober, ideal sober self do? What do they look like? How do they feel? Who are they hanging out with? What activities do they do? What are they studying? How are they succeeding in life professionally? Or what's their body look like, right? When you get a really clear vision, now you're not going to retreat so much because you know what you're working towards. Like this is you, right? This is your own creation, what this other side is basically so your other the creation on this other side if you don't have a clear vision of what that is then you're going to you're more likely to retreat and sabotage because you're um you're you're, you haven't yet you're vague about this and so when you get really clear about what this looks like what this future you future sober you looks like what you do now you're like right so i'm doing the inner work but I'm also doing work towards these things as well. So whether it's, for example, I want to lose 10 kilos, um, but I want to create a healthy lifestyle, not just lose 10 kilos. That's a byproduct of the healthy lifestyle, right? So you're right. Well, I'm, I'm doing my sobriety thing, but I'm going to start walking every day. And so you start walking every day. And then you create systems in your life and your day that bring you closer and to this and sooner. And so you're doing this work which bridges that and gets you off all of this and into this new way of being, and that's what makes it easy. Then you, can, you don't go back to alcohol here because you're creating this life, right, this whole new life for yourself, and that's a huge part of it. Like if you're not creating a whole new life for yourself, then, yeah, like it just, it just makes it a lot harder to step back into, um, the, yeah, like to, to retreat, to sabotage and go back into those old patterns. So that's it for today, guys. If you would like my help, then hit me up, send me a DM and I will help you get off the booze for good. So that's the Sober Me Up six-week program where we work together one-on-one -on -one and you get one-on-one -on -one sessions. You've got me on speed dial and let's get this done. 
okay? Now, you might go, I'll do it after Christmas, but think about how this drunk Christmas is going to be. What are you going to create? What fears, what, what things are you going to do, drunk you, is going to do? Are you going to be hungover Christmas Day? Are you going to be so distracted and not present with your kids because you're drinking or because you're hungover? Weigh it up and get really honest with yourself and go, like I've done a few sober Christmases. I actually got sober just before Christmas, went through Christmas and New Year's sober and the holidays and then went back to it, okay? Um, But you can do this and you can do it for good if you do it in the right way. So as I said, just send me a message and we can have a conversation to see if it's a good fit for you. Uh, And that's it. So have a great day and I will talk to you guys tomorrow.